Hi, this is Alan K. Rohde, author and film historian, and you are listening to Tim Millard's podcast, The Extras. Hello and welcome to The Extras, where we take you behind the scenes of your favorite TV shows, movies, and animation, and their release on digital, DVD, Blu-ray, and 4K, or your favorite streaming site. I'm Tim Millard, your host, and joining me is George Feldenstein to announce the June Blu-ray releases from the Warner Archive. Hi, George. It's always great to do these announcement episodes with you. Tim, it's always a pleasure. Very exciting group of films we have to talk about today, so uh, I appreciate the honor of your presence. Well, how many films are we going to be going through today, George? Well... We've got six the last time I counted, and uh, they're all pretty special and unique, and I hope that fans will be pleased to hear about them. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, I'm really happy to see such a robust uh, amount. And as we go into June, I mean, this first half of the year, George, uh, it's just really been a a great number. The volume's back to where you said it was going to be. And uh, so I think uh, everybody should be pretty happy about it. But we should probably just dive right in because six is a lot. Well, we'll go from A to Z. Actually, we don't go to Z, but we'll go alphabetically. We'll start out with A, and a film that I know is loved by many film noir aficionados, and that's Angel Face, which was released by RKO in 1953. And sometimes you see it referred to as a 1952 movie, and I think that's because it was completed in 1952, and it was actually copyrighted on December 31st, 1952. But it wasn't released until I think the spring or late winter of 53. And this stars the erstwhile, I would say one of the two kings of RKO Noir, Robert Mitchum. I think the other might be Robert Ryan. But Robert Mitchum is the star of this movie and his leading lady is the lovely Gene Simmons. And this film is pretty amazing. It holds up very, very well, and it's kind of shocking. And great supporting performances from Mona Freeman and Herbert Marshall. And RKO made this film by borrowing Otto Preminger, who was under contract to 20th Century Fox at the time, to direct. And Preminger could really do some amazing things, especially at this point in his career. And if you think of you know, a groundbreaking noir like Laura, I think Angel Face is very much up there in terms of the echelon of dazzling noirs uh, like Laura is. And uh, I've always been pretty crazy about it. And this new master is just gorgeous. And this film was very overdue for an upgrade. So we're very happy about it. So that's the first one, a 1953 film. What do we have next there, George? Well, moving along, we go back a few years to the quintessential women in prison film from 1950, director John Cromwell's Caged, starring Eleanor Parker in a performance that earned her a Best Actress Academy Award nomination. And that was a very tough year because you had Betty Davis in All About Eve, she lost. Ann Baxter in All About Eve, she lost. Gloria Swanson in Sunset Boulevard, she lost. And Eleanor Parker lost as well. The winner was Judy Holliday for Born Yesterday. 
But Eleanor Parker's performance in any other year would have walked away with the Oscar. It was a very honest and kind of no-holds-barred view, especially for 1950, of what happens to a woman who's imprisoned. And uh, it kind of became the archetype for women in prison films. But this is really the essence of it. It's really quite remarkable. The performances are all great. There's uh, Agnes Moorhead, long before she was crowned in Dora, long after the Magnificent Amberson. She's terrific in the film. And Hope Emerson as the matron gives a performance all six foot two inches of her that you'll never forget. But just to make things a little lighter, we added a Bugs Bunny cartoon called Big House Bunny, and it's in HD and it looks terrific. And we have a radio version of Caged with Eleanor Parker and her director, John Cromwell, from the Screen Directors Playhouse radio series, along with the trailer. So it's going to be a super disc. And this is a 4K scan off the original camera negative. Brand new master, looks spectacular. I think people are really, really going to enjoy it. Well, I'm a big fan of this movie. I've seen it uh, in theaters and Hope Emerson looms large and she does a terrific job. But uh, Agnes Moorhead is also terrific. So looking forward to this one. Yeah, well, everybody in the film is great. Yeah. And speaking of great, our next film is also from Warner Brothers in 1950. Also is a new 4K scan off the original nitrate camera negative. And this is... Joan Crawford, probably in her last great role at Warner Brothers. She was on a role at Warner Brothers, and there were a few pictures that followed this that weren't quite up to snuff, and she left the studio. But this is the last, I think it packs everything into the screenplay that they could possibly pack, and it's always been a guilty pleasure favorite of mine. But I know a lot of people feel the same way about it. It's The Damn Don't Cry, starring Joan Crawford, David Bryan, her co-star from Flamingo Road, which we released earlier this year. And also starring with them is Steve Cochran, who is in Storm Warning that we talked about a little while ago. And last but certainly not least, Kent Smith, who you may remember from The Cat People and many other movies. A great cast. Joan plays a woman from the wrong side of the tracks who has a terrible, drab life. And after a tragedy, she decides she's heading to the big city and is going to change her life. She leaves her husband behind and enters into a whirlwind of adventures. And it's just spectacularly done. The same producer, Jerry Wald, that produced Mildred Pierce, produced this. And it was directed by Vincent Sherman. And Vincent Sherman was still alive when we released the DVD. I think he was like 98 or 99. So we got him to record a commentary. And he was alert and sharp as attack. And his commentary, of course, is on this Blu ray. And we have a featurette on the Blu ray. And we have a screen director's playhouse on the Blu ray with Joan Crawford and, of course, the director, Vincent Sherman. So it's a really loaded presentation. It's, it's a great disc. 
and a great film. I think this film is not appreciated enough. No, it's not Mildred Pierce, but this is one of her very best performances. And even people who aren't fans of Joan Crawford will be impressed by this noirish crime tale. It's got everything but the kitchen sink in the screenplay. It's terrific. And what can you tell us about the uh, remaster on this one? Well, we scanned the original negative at 4K and created the brand new master. It doesn't get any better than that. And it looks remarkable. You know, having grown up watching it on TV, you know, and these old one-inch video masters, uh, this is revelatory. And we're very fortunate that the original camera negative, nitrate negative, is still intact and in pretty good shape. And as usual, the talents at Warner Brothers Motion Picture Imaging have made it shine tremendously. I, I think people, a lot of people are going to be really happy with this release. So we just kicked off with three film noir, which I'm very excited about. And now it feels like we're going to make a little change away from film noir. What do we have up next, George? Well, we, we have to take a dip in the water. I, I shouldn't make such a really bad pun. But this is a movie starring Esther Williams. And the reason I shouldn't have made a bad pun is she told me that her second husband, she divorced him basically because he was always making bad puns. Somehow, I don't think that was the only reason why they got divorced. But Esther was a remarkable woman. And I think this is one of her very best films. Dangerous When Wet, she plays a member of a very athletic family. And they're indoctrinated into being part of a product placement participation scheme created by Jack Carson, where Esther and the family are all supposed to swim the English Channel. And it ends up that just Esther does it. And while she's in Europe, she falls in love with a wonderful Frenchman played by the man who would become her husband 10 years later and is Latin American. Fernando Lamas. And uh, the screenplay is very witty. It's written by Dorothy Kingsley. The Technicolor photography is gorgeous. And our new 4K restoration, scanning the original Technicolor camera negatives, brings incredible luster. The songs are by uh, Arthur Schwartz and Johnny Mercer. They're delightful. And this is very famous film because this is the film in which Esther Williams swims with Tom and Jerry. And that was a special sequence that was the brainchild, really, of Esther and people talking at the studio. You know, Jerry the Mouse had danced with Gene Kelly years earlier. They decided to mix live action and animation again for a sequence in Dangerous When Wet. And it's really quite charming. And this is just a bundle of entertainment. And we have a lot of extras on the disc. Uh, we have a deleted musical number with Fernando Lamas and Denise Darcel that thankfully survived. We have a classic Tom and Jerry cartoon in HD called The Cat and the Mermouse from 1949, I believe. Then we have a Pete Smith short called This is a Living. And I added some audio demos that we found that Johnny Mercer did of three of the songs. 
that were written for the movie. And uh, you'll hear lyrics that were written for one of the songs that didn't end up in the movie. When you hear the lyrics, you'll understand why, because they wouldn't have passed the censors. And there is a promotional audio interview where Esther talks to Dick Simmons. We've used those before and a trailer. So it's a loaded disc and it's a gorgeous disc. And we're very happy to be bringing it into the Warner Archive collection as a stunning new Blu-ray release. I think that's going to be a favorite of a lot of people. And it's great that we've had now two here in what the span of three months or so. So that's really great for fans of Esther Williams. And I hope it leads to more. So we just have to uh, cross our fingers and pray. But this is one I've been particularly excited about just because I think it's a really well-made film. This is one of her films where it, it doesn't rely on an outrageous spectacle of, you know, a water ballet. It's really more about the story. The songs, you know, help move the plot along. It's, it's, it's underrated, I think, as a film. I think it needs to be given a little bit more attention. And I'm hoping that this beautiful Blu-ray will help to do that. Well, where do we go next, George? We got two left. Well, the next one is one that isn't going to come as a complete surprise to certain people because when we made announcements of the films that we were working on with the promotional support of the Film Foundation, and this title was specifically a request for us to restore by the Film Foundation, and specifically by a gentleman who loves it, uh, a director called Martin Scorsese. You may have heard of him. This is one of his favorite films, and how could we say no to Mr. Scorsese? So another genius of cinema, Mr. Howard Hawks, was responsible as the director of Land of the Pharaohs, the 1955 Egyptian epic filmed on location. And this is a cinemascope, you know, sword and sandal, historical epic, if you will. And it stars Jack Hawkins and Joan Collins in her U.S. film debut. And it's in glorious Warner color and has a great 5-1 track. But the best thing about it is anybody who's seen this film in recent years would notice it had a lot of the trappings of Warner Color, meaning faded colors and everything kind of brownish. The color has been beautifully restored here. This is another 4K scan off the original camera negative, and MPI was able to work their magic to make it look gorgeous. And it's got a 5.1 surround track that comes from the original 4 track, and we've got a wonderful commentary track that the late Peter Bogdanovich recorded for the DVD release. And in that track, he was kind enough to give us access to interview comments he recorded in the 1960s with director Howard Hawks talking about the film. So you add that, plus we had to add a Warner Brothers cartoon. So if it's in the desert, as Egypt is, we added Sahara Hair, which is a favorite Warner Brothers cartoon with Bugs Bunny. And of course, the trailer is there. And it's going to be a 
very epic disc. Yeah, that one you had just kind of given a little insight to in our last uh, one of our last podcasts. So uh, I think there was a lot of excitement already out there for that one. So we have one more, and I think I recall watching this one when I was actually in high school. Obviously, this is a very well. popular film, uh, or was a very popular film to be shown in the classroom because it is an adaptation of a great literary work by one of the great American writers, Ernest Hemingway. And this is Ernest Hemingway's The Old Man and the Sea. And Spencer Tracy gives an amazing performance in this movie. The whole movie is really only about him. There are a few other people who are in it briefly, but it's really a one-man show. And under the direction of John Sturges, the producer of this film was Leland Hayward, who was primarily known for producing Broadway shows. But occasionally he dipped his toe in the water in Hollywood. He's a very well-respected guy. And this was a very high-prestige film. And it's brief. It's only 87 minutes long. But once again, we've gone back to the original negative, scanned it at 4K to create the new master. And there's a brief little featurette on there uh, behind the scenes. But it's really all about the movie and really all about Spencer Tracy. And uh, it was the sixth out of nine times he was given an Oscar nomination for Best Actor. Of course, he won twice in the 1930s sequentially. 1937 for Captain's Courageous, 1938 for Boys Town. But uh, right up until the end of his life, he was giving Oscar-winning performances. His last screen performance, he was awarded a nomination posthumously for Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Uh, He did not win, but there was a lot of sentimentality that was pushing the award towards his way. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't get there, but he was very lauded and awarded. And if you're a Spencer Tracy fan, as I certainly am, or a John Sturgis fan, as I certainly am, uh, you're going to want this disc. And again, it looks gorgeous. And this film also won the Academy Award for original score, did it not? Yes. And I'm glad you brought that up because the music by Dimitri Tiomkin is just spectacular. He was truly one of our greatest film composers. And uh, we need to make sure that he is not forgotten because he did so much great work. And so that rounds out the sextet for June as we begin working on the releases or in the middle of working on the releases for July. So we're we're back with Whack on track with a nice offering of new releases for the month and also want to call attention to all the films that have come before these if you've been waiting on certain titles you should grab them because there's nothing like having a disc on your shelf it stays there forever unless you lose it or leave it out in the sun well, this is a terrific lineup. I'm very excited for this group. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast today, this first half of the year 
uh, going into June now. I mean, there's just been some great, great films. And it's really great to see the response from everybody, both from the uh, animation we have, the dramas that we have, the noir and the dramas and the musicals. And they're just a nice, nice, nice variety of offerings from the Warner Archive so far this year. And there are a lot of surprises to come. Um, I think some really big surprises and some unusual surprises. And that's, we try to have a diversity of different kinds of films from different eras. And you're going to start to see more unexpected arrivals in the coming months. And we're working very, very hard to make our customers happy. Well, this is a terrific lineup of releases that George went through today. When the pre-order links are available, I will put those up in the podcast show notes. And you can also find those on our webpage at www.theextras.tv. If this is the first episode of The Extras you've listened to and you enjoyed it, please think about following the show at your favorite podcast provider. And if you're on social media, be sure and follow the show on Facebook or Twitter at The Extras TV or Instagram at theextras.tv. And that'll help you stay up to date on our upcoming guests and to be a part of our community. And you're invited to a new Facebook group for fans of Warner Brothers films called the Warner Archive and Warner Brothers Catalog Group. So look for that link on the Facebook page or in the podcast show notes. And for our long-term listeners, don't forget to follow and leave us a review at iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider. Until next time, you've been listening to Tim Millard. Stay Slightly Obsessed. Hi, this is Tim Millard, host of the Extras Podcast. And I wanted to let you know that we have a new private Facebook group for fans of the Warner Archive and Warner Brothers Catalog physical media releases. So if that interests you, you can find the link on our Facebook page or look for the link in the podcast show notes.